Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Well, welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm the Director for Student Ministry Matters. I hope that you're having a great week as you seek to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about relating to students and why it's important why it's hard, and then some useful tips as we take steps toward that. Micah Powell and Chris Vines are back with me again for today's podcast. Good to have you guys. What's up, man? Great, Great to be here, Dan. Cool, cool. Hey, as always, I'm thrilled to have these guys with me. God has used them over the years. Um, they have been working with people, um, with students, you know, and I'm just thrilled that they're a part of this. Now, before we get to our topic, it's time for our random question of the week. Each week, we'll be answering a question to help you get to know us a little bit better. Now, if you have a question for us, you can send that to info at studentministrymatters.com. And we would love to hear from you. Um, any sort of questions that you have, any topics that you'd like us to cover, that's a great way to get a hold of us, info at studentministrymatters.com. Now, this week's question is brought to us by my daughter, Kat. Uh, Kat's a student at Central Baptist College and is the online editor for The Tower, which is their journalism department. Um, she was home this past week because of the flu. And so I leaned in and said, hey, you've got all sorts of good questions. You are a 18-year-old. What do you think we should ask? And she, she asked me this one. Well, what was the last song that you listened to? And so maybe you don't remember the last song or what were you listening to last? Maybe... If you're on Apple Music, you know, what channel or what do you listen to there? Um, what about it, Chris? What were you listening to last? Yeah, um, so I was a little confused by the question because the last song that I've actually listened to uh, was Blessed Be Your Name, which is what our, our kids sang at youth um, uh, our, our, at our Wednesday night service. But uh, other than that, I have been listening to a, a lot of city a light so i'd say the last song that i listened to by them would be um yet not i but christ through me that's funny chris because that is the exact last song that i listened to as well uh really i like those guys um i'm excited to go back to the sing conference again this fall because they're going to be featured there um you know i got introduced to that song um at a good friend of ours funeral and that was, it was a surprise. I hadn't heard that that song before, hadn't heard of City of Light, but man, that song really speaks to me. How about you, Micah? What were you listening to? Oh, man, I'm trying to figure out if I want to be honest. <laughs> yes. Or if I want to be spiritual. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm ours just kidding. I'm, ours I'm just sounded kidding. really spiritual. Then, no, because so. you're both, you had student ministry tonight. Like, I, I'm just kidding with you both. All those the songs you mentioned were great. You know, the, the last one I listened to actually today has been the, the uh, Though You Slay Me with John Piper's uh, end of his sermon. 
in that song. I don't know if you've heard that on 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 YouTube, but uh, I found a way to download it, and uh, I, that was the last song I listened to in my truck. And I was big time driving down the road, scream singing that that song, "Though You Slay Me" by Shannon Chang. It's one of my favorites. You know, music is one of those things. If if I actually just turn on my phone, my my daughter and I shared a, an Apple ID for so long that unfortunately the thing that would pop up almost every time is the soundtrack to Hamilton. Nice. Um, yeah, no, it's not nice. <laughs> it got old really quick, but uh, it, there's such a broad spectrum that of type of music that my my daughter and I listened to, it was just all over the place, but I love music and I know you guys love music as well. Um, but I thought it was a great question. So, well, let's turn our, our thoughts to the topic at hand. Um, relating to students is really at the heartbeat of my ministry. I'm not the coolest guy by any stretch of the imagination, you know, I, but I can take a few minutes and just talk to a student in those moments. There's so much good that that I can do and that ultimately that we can do when we, we do that. It lets a student know that they're loved and that there is someone out there that cares about them. Um, you know, I think very specifically a, a young man who has gotten involved in our student ministry, he is a little bit troubled at times from what I can tell. Um, and I was really struggling and we have a small group. There, there are times when we're in, in a, a church that needs revitalization. And so it was, it was just me and this guy for the night. And instead of just going, well, we're just not going to do anything. I sat and talked with him for an hour. Um, now I found out from his dad that I'm the guy at church that he likes. And it, I just listened to him. And so, you know, there's a lot of power in those type of interactions and those connections. And we're going to talk about that um, as we go through our episode today. Now, before we get into the things that we can do to relate to students, let's ask the question, why is it hard? Um, I know that you guys, are, you've been in student ministry for a while, and you may not remember what it was like to, for it to be difficult. You may have always been relational. But by nature, I'm an introvert. And so my first inclination isn't to go make friends with everybody. It's actually to just kind of take a step back and look and see what's happening and everything else. Um, but why is it hard? Why is it hard to connect with students? Man, I, I think for me, you know, and, you know, you, you mentioned uh, kind of some introverted this day and I'm, I'm so the other way. Yeah. So I just want to be transparent and honest in this podcast and to our listeners and to you guys. And, you know, as, you know, a person that is more extroverted that like, I love to get to know people. I love to get to network with some person and, you know, find out how, you know, that kind of game where you can get five attempts to figure out how somebody's connected you know I, I love that because it's like every time i'm connected to some person and it just i could be anywhere you know in haiti and i'm like oh wow that's so cool like you know i like playing Fortnite too you know what i mean and it's just crazy it's all over the world there's ways that god's given us to connect to people and so i i love that and now here's where this is why it's hard for me because it can become um almost like a drug it can almost become something that is mm you know, a, a problem because I so love to get to know people. I often, not often anymore, but, but when in my earlier years, which, you know, I'm not old, I'm not some wise dude, but you know, when I began ministry, I would forget 
my other duties. Um, I, I would, it would be so crazy where it would be like, kind of like wildfire, you know, I would start with one person and then before I, I knew it, I would be like in a different city or, you know, in some place. And uh, that was not a good thing um, because, you know, there were times where I wouldn't come home till, you know, nine or 10 o'clock, you know, after football games or whatever. And, and even the football game's over, people are like, Hey, we're leaving. And I'm like still talking to the referee or something, you know, like it can be a problem. And, you know, there's a, and, and it's a deep, deepest sense. I think there's like a, it's, it's hard for me because I have to, to tell myself that, you know, relationships with students are, it's a slow race. It's not a sprint. It's a, you know, it's a marathon and, and to pace myself because I was a marathon runner in high school, I was the long distance runner. And, you know, and so I, I understood those things, but I always just figured, Hey, just pick a pace and then don't, you know, commit to it and then sprint the race, but it would nearly kill me, you know? And so, and I'm like that with students, it's hard because you have to kind of evaluate and prioritize your time. And uh, to me, you know, that as you both, all of us are urgent for the gospel. We we so want to, you know, be urgent and to give up all of our wants and needs and the sacrifice. But God doesn't tell us to sacrifice our families, you know, and He doesn't tell us to to sacrifice, you know, our um, to to put ourselves in the poorhouse. And I think He's anyways. Just I think the two biggest things are, you know, why it's hard for me is I had to prioritize my time and and understand and endurance, you know, to understand that you know, these relationships take more than just a day to make. Mm, yeah. You know, I would think with somebody who's an extrovert, not, and you could tell me if I'm wrong on here, is there a tendency to turn those conversations almost into a performance? I, you know, not for me. You know, uh, I never felt like I was performing, but, you know, even extroverts, there's so many different kinds of extroverts out there. Right, right. But, but I can say for me that, you know, it wasn't, I didn't feel like at all fake. I felt like my students knew that there was authenticity and genuineness within sure. me, yeah. you know, but I, I never felt like there was a division in my life between like the pastor and then this, like the husband at home. Like, But the struggle was that I had to tell myself, Hey, you've got to go home at some point. <laughs> like I, uh, I would just commit so much to what was in front of me, you know, as an extrovert, a person, you know, uh, may potentially a lost sheep or a ministry opportunity or you know, that conversation of like, let's dig in, you know, let's dig in as my heart in relationships. Like I would kind of go mentally into a conversation with anybody and go, all right, let's dig into this. Let's get down, you know, like, and not just how's the weather, <laughs> you know, because right. relationships and relating is more than just those typical conversations. But really those conversations is how you start those deep rooted relationships in scripture and, um, yeah. Or in, and you know spiritual conversations and stuff. So so for me, I wouldn't say it was an entertainment thing, but I, I'm sure that is definitely a tendency that that people deal with. How about you, Chris? Why are forming these connections with students hard? I think uh, in in my experience, I find it difficult to relate to students whenever um, I'm not interested in what they are seemingly interested in. Uh, that, that doesn't necessarily make me give up, but it certainly, um, makes it difficult to, to relate. Uh, and so, uh, I, I, I tend to find, try to find ways to, you know, to connect with them, uh, find common ground in that sense. And whenever that common ground isn't, uh, very apparent, then that definitely makes it difficult to, to relate. You know, I, I don't, I don't relate well to, 
um, kids who are musically uh, talented, you know, I, I, because I'm not that. It uh, doesn't mean that I can't find common ground in other ways, but like if that's what they're really into, if they're just really into music and that kind of thing, I, it's just really hard for me. Um, but if I find somebody who's interested in sports, you know, then that that tends to be a little bit easier to relate to. Uh, so I'd say just in a very succinct way, that's that that's why it's most difficult for me uh, in in most contexts that I find myself. And Chris, that's, and it's the opposite for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and, yeah. As I'm dealing with, with a student who is a super athlete, I'm like, oh, cause I'm, <laughs> I've, I've been the music guy. I've been the nerdy guy. Um, you know, some of my best student ministry focus has been around a group of, I don't want to call them misfits, but you know, th- there were guys that were just, uh, they were definitely not the cool guys. They were the guys that were, they were playing Halo. I mean, because we yes. invested so many stinking hours in Halo, uh, but it was it was a relational and everything else. But so yeah, that whole idea that I can't quite connect with them on what they're interested in that's that's hard, um, and so it puts up a little bit of a barrier. I mean, and there's other reasons. I mean, as as people are listening to this, I'm sure that they are thinking, well, it's hard for me because, and you can fill in the blank there. Uh, but I think we all know that it's important. Um, so let me ask that question. Why? Why is it important that we form relationship with students? Chris, why don't you start us with this one? Sure. Um, I actually read a quote the other day that's, uh, I think, fairly common. I know I've heard it more than once. But it's simply this, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And and I think that's really I think that's really important to think about in terms of teenagers. Um, we we spend a lot of time uh, preparing uh, what we're going to say to them on Wednesday night, uh, Sunday mornings, and and in different uh, contexts that we might find ourselves. Whether, uh, but that's that's what we think about a lot is how we're go- what we're going to say to them, what we're going to teach them, how we're going to expound the Word of God to them, uh, and we want teenagers to to care what we have to say we want them to care about uh, the word of god and i just think it's important to know that when we are working to form a relationship with a student then we are we are showing them that that we care for them that even though uh, i may not have the same interests that they do i can i can simply listen to what they have to say and really engage in a conversation in hearing what they're interested in. And, and I believe I can communicate, uh, that I care for them because I do, I do care about what interests them, even though it might not interest me. Uh, I want to show them that I, that I care. Uh, and, and I believe that that will, uh, pave the, the way for, uh, for the things that, that maybe I will say and speak into their life, uh, later down the road. Mm, that's good. Micah, how about you? Why is it why is this important that we connect with our students? This is my favorite topic. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. This is my most well. This is my favorite topic because I love getting to know people. And you know, you guys mentioned kind of yourself earlier. You know, Dan, you felt like you were the nerd and outcast, and you know, maybe less. Uh, um inclined to you know to have somebody that's like a jock and chris you said you lean more to sports and less to music i'm kind of between both of you like 
I loved playing sports and did it all the time, um, but wouldn't watch it at all. But I also was playing music. So, I mean, we're pretty much right there all <laughs> split across the board. But I don't know. I think, you know, it's 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 <laughs> I, I work towards those relationships. I work towards them um, forming and maintaining them uh, because I don't know what can happen. You know, you, it, in, in a good way, you, you know, I don't know. I kind of go into it like, man, what's going to happen, God, from this relationship? Like, I feel like that's kind of like the energy I want to have at forming a relationship with somebody because you never, you never know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. Who's to know that that five minutes with that student won't? Um, God couldn't use that moment to create the next great theologian of our time. You know, or, or even just mm-hmm. that time, or even like, you know, that student that doesn't have a a prominent figure in the home, you know, and, and being that is, is in a lot of ways adoption, you know, like, and so I, there's a lot of times there's no telling I'm going into it. And I guess I go into it cause I don't know what God's going to do and in exciting. And it excites me like, God, what are you going to do with the time I'm going to spend with, with this student? Like, and I, I get excited about it. I'm excited talking to you guys about it. <laughs> like I'm sitting here talking to you both that I kind of know you a little deeper than just the tip of the iceberg, you know, and it excites me just sitting here thinking of the opportunity to talk to a student that, you know, um, just to spend time with them, you know, to get to know them and, and all of that, but it's kind of like a snowflake, you know, old, old, you know, old adage, you know, um, every snowflake's different and they're beautiful. And, you know, everybody talks about those, like with the first Grinch, you know, like first Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas with, you know, Jim Carrey talks about snowflake. And it, it's just like that, you know, every person is so unique and different. And I just want to just, you know, I just, I don't know, just get it, get involved in their life and just, you know, love on them and, and spend time with them. And so that, I guess I do it because, you know, you never know what's going to happen and it's exciting to see, God do something through people's lives and students' lives. You know, one of the cool things is um, I've been through coach training. Um, I know that I think Chris has gone through something similar. Um, it, and being a coach is not like a sports coach, but a, a ministry coach, a life coach, and those type of things. One of the cool things about being the coach is that you are asking questions and watching a person's life unfold. And so it, it is that same sort of thing that you're talking about. It's like, you never know where it's going to go. You don't know what's going to happen next. And it's fantastic to see that happen and come to life in students' um, lives as they, they grow in their faith and they, they see just some incredible things happen. Well, we know it's hard and we know that it's worth it. Um, so got to ask you guys, what are some practical things, some steps that we can do, some things that we can encourage those that are listening in. Um, you know, like if, if you've got somebody who they love students, they care about students, but they don't know where to start. Um, they've got somebody that is, you know, that's not their, their easy person to get to know. Um, so what can we do to help them in that process? Let's, let's come up with some things to be some practical helps. Guys, what do you have for us? So I made, I made a little list. Okay, um, great. Nothing, nothing just really off the wall or to write home about, but here, here they are. The first one I said was to get on their turf. Mm, yeah. Um, I, you know, while I, I admit and, and already have that I'm not very 
musical. Uh, I have several kids in my student ministry now that are in the band. And so, you know, I want to go support them. I want to go to the football game and I'm not going to go to the concession stand at halftime. I'm going to stay there and I'm going to watch the band uh, and I'm going to support them and uh, encourage them that way by, by being on their turf, but getting on their turf in other ways as well. uh, I think that means, you know, go, go to lunch if the school allow you to to do that and uh, talk to them that way, but just find ways to, to get on their turf um, another one that I found is helpful is to remember their birthday. Uh, that that kind of just communicates, that communicates that you care. And if you're like me, I am horrible at remembering birthdays. But praise the Lord, we live in an iPhone age where I can put that in a calendar. Amen. And it, and it gives me a little reminder. Um, and also Facebook, if the kid happens to be still on Facebook, you know that can remind you as well. Um, I also. Ask about things that they're interested in. Uh, I've I've been guilty too many times of starting a conversation and just hijacking that conversation to talk about things that I'm interested in instead of listening and trying to, like you said, Dan, ask good questions that's going to get them to just talking about what, what they want to talk about and then just, man, turn on our ears and listen. Mm, yeah. And um and the last thing is something we've already we've already talked about, but try to find common ground with them. Uh, and, and if you, if it just seems really difficult to find common ground, like I'll admit there are some kids that I know that are, it seems like the only thing that they care about is gaming, you know, and I don't game. I I don't, I don't, I don't get on the fortnights and all that kind of thing. Um, and I know I just kind of sounded like an old fuddy duddy there and that's okay. The fortnights. Yes. When you made it plural, that was what, (laughs) yeah. I know I did that on purpose. Thank you. So, but, uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I, uh, I've tried, like I've tried to play and I just, it's just not me. And so I try not to be somebody that I'm not. Um, but, but I do, I do see the advantage of if I can't find common ground with a student, then I want to try to make it. And so I want to try to find something that me and that student or that group of students can do together and, and really, um, gain some common ground. So I'll give you a quick example of that. Um, I really like ping pong and, and I like, I like playing one-on-one. That's something that I, I got fairly good at in college, uh, whenever I was maybe, or maybe not skipping classes. And, um, no, I'm just kidding. I never skipped bachelor in Bibles and a minor in ping pong. Is that what you're telling us? It might have been major. the other way around. No <laughs> major. <in my> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But hey, here's the thing. I've got a group of kids right now, and they'll tell you right now all day long, they are horrible at regular ping pong. But man, we took the net down and we played jungle pong. And that has created just some common ground with a few students that beforehand I didn't have any. And now, you know, we can. I can use that as just kind of a launching pad into more discussion and more conversation. And so if you can't find common ground, make it. Mm. Those are, those are great, Chris. Um, you know, it, sometimes it's just finding those basic things to, to get us going. Um, as we build those relationships, I really like to remember the birthday. Um, you know, something that I would add is, 
and this is going to sound almost like impossible for us not to do, but it, it happens is learn their name. Um, it's right. real easy. If your group grows or it, if it shifts real quick and you have a variety of kids coming through, one of the most impactful things that you can do is learn a name quickly. Mm -hmm. And so that when they come back the next week or even later in the night, if you can hang on to that name and, and I know that's hard. Um, some people find it very easy, but man, learning a name as quickly as you can is, is very powerful. Micah, you got some ideas. I know this is one of your favorite topics. What are some ways that you connect with students? All right. I got 14 things. Um, 14. Yes. <laughs> We might need to make this a two-part. Right. Right. We're going to end at 25 minutes. Thank you for coming yeah. to Student Industry Matters. No, yeah. and, you know, uh, I think the first thing, and, you know, the, Chris, I think they were all great, and you and I may cross over some. And, you know, I didn't I didn't read any of you listeners. I, we didn't read each other's material, what we're going to do here. But the first thing I wrote down was um, just go for it or, or mingle. Um, and and what, I, oh, what okay. I mean is, you know, I think we, we, we are – creatures of, of habit and, you know, consistency. We like schedules, you know, at least people thrive. Most people thrive in a schedule, um, and do really well, uh, living that efficient life. But for me, you know, I, I want to go into a relationship into a student ministry where there's people with a specific relationship and, and mingle with those people and be among them, you know? And, and I think Chris mentioned that one of his points, like getting on their turf, that's really good. Um, that's, that's where I begin, you know, and, so um, part, part of that little point in one and mingling is being a chameleon, you know, like, and I don't mean all the dressing like them, maybe necessarily, but, but more like, you know, find that student, you know, if they're with a group of people in your student ministry, that, that's their friends, you know, then, you know, uh, jump in there with them, you know, uh, I just, you know, people say that there's rejection, you know, the, one of the biggest fears in student ministry from, um, this this mind and mingling is is the fear of rejection but i don't know i just don't care and i don't know maybe you both are the same way i know i got my wife and my son and and i got a lord and so what do i have to lose you know really i mean i got nothing to lose if god's for us who can be against us so mingle is the first one you know just hop in there and start that relationship start the conversation and two this is this is where i this is where my wife loves this about me she says it's one of my biggest hearts in, in people's relationships she is Remember where you left off from your previous conversation. So mm. one student on a Wednesday night, they'd say, man, you know, I got 10 kills in Fortnite. I'm like, huh? And I go, man, if he got 10 kills, that's a lot of kills on this game. So then I go researching this game and I start researching that he actually was like top 1000 players for that night. Then I went, wow. And I start researching what he did. Then I start understanding why he was so excited. So the next week I go back and said, uh, did you realize that you were top what, like 1,000 people? And I was like, what's your gamer tag? And he tells me his gamer tag. I remember it then the next week or that night I'll add him on Xbox. Um, and so building relationship I think is huge because you have to remember where you were in that relationship. And not just keep referencing the same things like, hey, yeah, football. Oh, he likes football, 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 football. But also like getting deeper in football like – I want to grow in my knowledge of the relationship. And so that's the biggest point there is I, I want to continue the conversation from, even if it's just, if I don't get to see them, but from Wednesday to Sunday or, you know, whatever that I can remember 
where we left off so I can build more and deeper. And that does give you get, I mean, really guys, listeners, it gives you a huge advantage in those relationships to get into deeper, committed, powerful friend relationships, leader to pastor to student, because you can grow quicker if you can remember uh, where you left off in the conversation, because the more, you know, a kid, the more you know about him, you know, or her, you know, the more that you can dig deeper into uh, way, ways of being a help in, in, in a, uh, a ministry, ministry to them. And, and then the last one I have, so, so researching those things too, it's a part of, of, uh, of that is to research, you know, the things that they like, if they mention something that you don't know, like, you know, Chris mentioned, you know, he tries not to be someone that he's not. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's awesome. If there's something that I don't know that a student mentions, like, uh, someone said the other day, they're like, man, uh, totes, totes McGee, man. I was like, totes McGee. What the heck does that even mean? And he meant to say totally, like that's awesome, like totally, dude, right? Have y'all heard that kind of slang before? Yeah, um, yeah, I have. I mean, seriously, and I hear it, and I think we get the context, but I'm like, where did that even come from? Like, uh, seriously, where did some of these things come from? So I go and research it, and I found that there's a you know a YouTuber that says this this phrase that this kid said, and so. I start researching the YouTuber and I was like, man, there's some rough stuff on here. So I asked the, the, the kid like, oh man, that YouTuber, uh, he says that all the time. Yeah, yeah, he's my favorite YouTuber. I'm like, huh. I was like, man, he says some pretty rough stuff. Uh, and they're like, oh, he's watched it. He's, he's uh, And I, I, I kind of confront my student about it and it brings up conversations, you know. Um, hey, should you be listening to that, right? Um, it's, I think just researching what our students are doing and what they're saying. And, um, and that's a part of mingling. And then the last thing I had was, um, go into a relationship knowing that you, you probably may not get anything out of it. Um, but you're everything to that student may potentially you could, you could be, I guess that'd be a better way to say it. You could be everything to that student. Maybe they have no, you know, preconceived notion of what Christianity is or who God is, but, but you're there. And so to be present, because um, man, that that's huge. And you know, both you guys know, you know, it, it is harder for some people to be like quiet, like me, because <laughs> uh, I want to want to jump in the conversation. But you know, I have to be conscious. And so the last thing is just really, you know, uh, listen and um, you know, let let them, I guess, uh, talk about the things that they enjoy and and kind of be a coach to them. Mm. You know, it is. It can be hard uh, to connect with students. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm hearing from both of you guys is there has to be a level of intentionality. I mean, we have to be intentional in this process if we want to to, to connect. And it it's going to require work. Um, you know, you're going to go home and you're going to be with your spouse or you're going to be with some other people. And you're not going to talk about the same things you're going to talk to with a lot of your students. And so it's important that we realize I'm going to have to, to, to invest. I'm going to have to work at it. Um, we can't just say, well, it's going to happen or they're going to have to just listen to me and hear where I'm at. It is important that they, they connect. And so, um, you know, I, I've loved these, these helps and I'm hoping that as, as you've been listening, um, that you're, you're writing some things down, jotting down some ideas um, that you're going to be able to to implement. If you're having difficulty connecting with your students, um, invest in that. 
do the work. It's important. Well, on behalf of all of us at Student Ministry Matters, thanks for being with us today. And we hope that you'll continue to join us as we seek to connect with other student ministry workers. Now, if you like what you're hearing, we invite you to give us a review and share the podcast. Let others out there know that we're here for them as well. If you'd like to connect with us, you can do that through our website, which is studentministrymatters.com, or simply emailing me at info at studentministrymatters.com. Now, if a phone call is more your speed, call Calvary Baptist Church of Fayetteville. That's where I serve as family pastor. And you can call us here at 479-442-4634, leave a message, and they're going to get that to me if I don't happen to be in the office at that point. Uh, we want to connect with you. We want you to know that we're here for you. And um, so just keep serving. I know that it can be hard. It can be difficult. But that is what God has called us to do. So let's embrace it together because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.